What's up, what's up, what's up? It's Candace, Man and Candace podcast, and I'm fucking sober, and it sucks. Like, it sucks. Like, I haven't slept. I quit everything. I literally quit everything. And I'm, like, sitting here. It's 4 or 5 a.m. And... I was crying all day long. I was crying all day long. And like, you know, my friend Edgar really like reached out and like made me feel better. My friend Ryan, I got after him because he's fucking stupid. Um, my mom is mad at me, so she kind of doesn't give a shit. My job is being affected too, because like I'm not doing work because I'm just too too busy getting high, and it just needs to stop. Like I'm, I have so much to lose, and I've you know I've already had a DUI, I've already been to rehab, I've already um crash my car like I like I've done it all except probably kill somebody or myself and that's one of the reasons why I want to quit is because I don't want to find it I don't want my family especially my little cousins I don't want them to find me dead because I took too much Xanax you guys, I'm going to tell you, like, everything. Um, what I'm addicted to, how long I've been addicted to it, and how I first got started. So, let's, I guess we'll start with, like, the first thing. Cigarettes. Um, I used to smoke Marble Red 100s, and it started off with me going to my friend's house and stealing his dad's cigarettes and I would smoke them and it went from like one a week to one every other day to one every day and it was so bad it got so bad um I smoked for I smoked for 12 years when I was 14 to 26 that's that's how long I smoked cigarettes 12 years um it doesn't feel good to to know that you're an addict. You know, it's not cool. It's not a cool label. Um, it really isn't. And so that, I don't know how much money I spent on cigarettes. And... I have so much regret. Like, I could have cancer right now. And I'm trying not to cry. And, like, the smell of cigarettes, like, wouldn't go away. Like, you can smell it on me all the time. My clothes, my home, everything. Everything just smelled like cigarettes. 
And then I started smoking weed when I was 13. Um, and I've been high for 13 years on weed. And I'm not like most people with weed. Most people don't have a problem with weed. I abuse weed. And no one can tell me different that like I have a problem with it. If I'm going to weed for every little thing, it's it's a problem. If I'm spending 50 to $100 every other day on marijuana alone, I have a problem. I have a serious problem. If I can't go anywhere without being high on marijuana, I have a serious problem. And I even sleep with my pen and my pipe next to me. That's how bad it is. And to everyone else, I just look like a regular person. You know, I I, I guess I'm what's to call a functional addict, high functioning addict. But the truth is, like, I'm dying. I'm killing myself by doing all this sh- I'm By doing this shit. <sighs> so after the weed, I started ecstasy. And I just... I was so young. You know, I was 13, 14 years old. I was so young. And then I started doing coke. And then I started doing meth. And I am so ashamed of doing meth. When I went to college, it got really bad. Um, it got bad to the point where I dropped out for a semester and I went to rehab for a month. Um, I didn't finish all the drugs I I was addicted to. Um, next is Xanax. I used to hate Xanax because of the way it made people look. It made people look stupid, like zombies, and it, like, made people, like, repeat themselves all the time and I used to tell myself like I'm never gonna do Xanax like and here I am here I am I used to write fake prescriptions for Xanax and it used to work I used to buy Xanax off the street but they started putting fentanyl in it so I stopped buying Xanax off the street I used to sell Xanax a lot of it a um I get 60 Xanaxes a month prescribed to me, and I could I take those. I take all 60 pills in 48 hours, and I don't I don't know what the fuck happens during those 48 hours. I completely black out, and I think there's something in me that just doesn't want to live anymore. I 
I guess that's why I like Xanax. I like blacking out. I like not living. At least right now. That's how I feel. In 2013, I started the, um, the Adderall, and that was bad. Like, it changed my personality so much. Like, you have no idea. Like, I would pop it, and I'd feel, like, invincible. I'd feel totally invincible. Like, I'd feel so smart. I'd feel like life was in high definition, it was all a lie and the side effects were fucking horrible and like i was taking at my highest taking up like 100 to 180 milligrams a day so i would run out of my xanax prescription in like five seven days like i'm i'm in bad shape (laughs) which is why i want to quit why I am quitting. Um, this podcast right now is as real as it, get, as it gets, dude. I'm being so fucking serious. I feel like it's just me and you in the room and like I'm confessing. Um, I hate that me being a drug user is part of my identity. I hate that. I'm, I'm embarrassed by that. What else? I think that was it as far as like what I'm what I was using. Oh, pornography. And I'm proud to say that I don't remember the last time I watched porn. But you guys, I would watch porn every single day. I've been watching porn every day since I was eight years old. Yeah, at first I wouldn't, like, I would just watch it just to watch it. I wouldn't do anything to myself. And then when I was 18, I started, like, masturbating to it. And it it got to the point where I was doing it, like, three, five times a day. Like, it was, <laughs> it's embarrassing. But the porn that I watched started getting more extreme because the regular porn wasn't getting me aroused when I would have sex with regular people, I would be disappointed because like I have high expectations because I watch too much porn. 
I don't know how fucked up my brain is, dude. I don't know how fucked up I am. I really don't. And like a part of me doesn't want to get help. Like I'm not going to rehab. I'm not going to fucking rehab. Rehab rehab is a fucking scam. Like I'm telling you, rehab is a fucking scam. Um, it just, rehab is just a fucking scam. You know what I mean? Like, This is more like it. Snoop Doggy Dog Doggy Dre is at the dope, ready to make an entrance. So back on up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Give it a microphone first so I can bust like a bubble. Captain the Long Beach together. Now you know you and Joe ain't nothing but a G thing, baby. You love that thing. It's going crazy. That girl is a label that pays me. I'm feasible, so please I'm trying to face me. So I'm back to the level ahead. Profession is perfected. Someone let her understand from a young G's perspective. <laughs> I don't know the rest. I can't believe I know that song. I mean, I know this song, but I can't believe I knew how... I can't believe that I knew those lyrics, most of it. <laughs> Take a smoke, but don't choke. And if you do, then I then I then I then I then I then I like this, like that, like Ain't nothing but a G thing. You know, let's not get off topic. I was about to talk about dr dre but who gives a fuck about that wife beater fucking asshole um today i like i said i cried all day today was probably one of the hardest days of my life and i'm I'm being so real right now like i woke up and i texted my boss i was like well, first of all, like the day before, he was he yelled at me uh, f- because I was asleep because I was high on Xanax, so I wasn't reachable. So he he like called my cell phone and like that woke me up, and then he like yelled at me, and then um, he's like, "Do you want to take the rest of the day off?" And I was like, "Sure." So I took the rest of the day off, and like I didn't think much about it, and then like. When I was so fucked up on Xanax, I guess I was having a conversation with my mom and like she got really upset, but I don't remember any of it. So she's pissed at me, but I don't remember what I said, what I did. I don't even remember Monday. I can't remember this past Monday. And that's what Xanax does. It makes you forget. And, like, the amount of money I've spent on drugs, I could have bought a house at 18 
and sold it for double the price right now because the housing market is just crazy. It's crazy. You know, I'm also losing weight. Um, I lost 20 pounds. You know, I'm, I'm going to be real with you guys. Like, I was, I am, always have been fat. The fat girl. The fat one. My family used to call me fat one when I was little. I'm, I'm not joking. Um, food was my best friend. It was my comfort. Like, but... One time I was sick of being fat and like I got really skinny. I went from like 186 to 126. And, and, um, it like, I guess you can call me, call me anorexic at the time. People were saying that like I was getting too skinny and, like, I, I got a boyfriend, like, after that. And then I got fat again. And I've been fat. <laughs> but, like, I, I, uh, I'm sick of it again. And I'm scared to lose weight because I don't want to go back to my anorexic habits. And it's already happening. Like, I didn't eat today because I'm, I don't want to get fat. I weigh 180 right now. I used to weigh 200 pounds. I weigh 180. And I'm almost in the 70s. So that the obsession of weight has always been ingrained in me. I've been obsessed with my weight since I was like 8 years old. Like, I'm talking dieting, exercise, videos. And I guess the most fucked up part about losing weight is people treat you different. I was treated, when I was skinny, I was treated so well. (laughs) Guys were talking to me. Girls that didn't like me before wanted to be my friend. Everyone in public was nice. Everybody complimented the way I look every day. And now that I lost 20 pounds, I'm starting to see that again. Just a little bit. And I'm kind of scared that I'm going to take it too far. I'm afraid that I won't stop trying to lose weight even if I'm completely thin. So, there's that. Why was I born like this, dude? Oh. Why can't I be fucking normal? I just want to be normal.
I don't want drugs to be my legacy in life. I don't want people to bring up my name and be like, oh, the girl who used drugs all the time. And I even lost my best friend, Carla. She probably did. She probably got tired of seeing me do this to myself and just we stopped talking. She doesn't text me back. She lives a whole different life. And I've been friends with her for 20 years, almost 20 years. And like all the all the people I did drugs with, like I don't know where the fuck they are. Like they're not they weren't real friends. Um I was so young. And like what really saddens me sometimes or all the time I guess. is like who who could who who could I I have become you know like I really really wanted to be a lawyer so bad but the truth was I couldn't study for the LSAT and the LSAT is the test that you take to get into law school so you have to do really good on it and I wanted to go to the Arizona State University Law School and I wanted to study tribal law and it never happened because it never happened because I was too busy getting fucking high. Too busy getting high. Like, and then I was selling pills too. So I'd be studying for the LSAT. You know, I'd have a book or whatever. And then someone would just knock on the door and like buy some Xanax I would be high on Xanax I would be high on Adderall thinking that I was retaining information I thought I was such a badass when I was in college like if I could go back and fucking punch myself or beat myself up I totally would sometimes I feel like I don't deserve to live anyways um I forgot where I was. Please don't do drugs. Don't do it. I haven't... I don't know when the last time I slept. And, like, I knew the drug use was getting bad because, like, I wasn't painting anymore and I wasn't drawing anymore. And I was, uh... Spending a lot of time just thinking about drugs like when am I going to get my next Xanax prescription when am I going to get my Adderall prescription is it today stay the day and like I couldn't function like if I didn't have Adderall in the morning 
I would I would stay in bed all day because I would be like, what's the point of living if I don't have Adderall? What's the point of living if I don't have Adderall? That is sad. And to be honest, I don't even think I have ADHD. I think the Adderall made me ADHD because I started Adderall when I was 17 and I was a gifted honor student. I loved to read. I was in a before I was in I was in all those like classes, you know, and like someone with ADHD, like how, how do they do that? And like no teacher ever recommended me to go to the doctor. So to be honest, you guys, once I found out what Adderall was, I Googled it. And then I told my mom I wanted to see a psychiatrist and I Googled the symptoms that you're supposed to say to get what you want to get Adderall and he gave me Adderall so I never had ADHD I just faked it so I can get some Adderall and there have been a couple times you guys where I went into psychosis and what psychosis is is you can't tell what is real and what is not like I would believe this is embarrassing. But I would believe that um, the world was ending, that Jesus was coming back, that uh, I was some type of like God or something. Like I had like a real God complex. Um, And it just got really bad. The first time I was like, I don't know what I was doing. I was like dancing in the middle of the street. And like this guy, this guy came out and he's like, do you want me to call the police? Do you need the hospitals? Like I I went to the hospital and I was in psychosis. And the second time I was in psychosis, I, I, um, this was recent. This was in 2020. And this is why I deleted my Instagram. All of a sudden, I started posting things that were just really weird. I don't remember what it was, but it was just really weird. And then, like, I would, like, post things of me getting mad. And, like, I would cuss out. I was cussing out my friends. Like, like why would I cuss out my friends? You know what I mean? I was real like I changed this on. There we go. More like it. <laughs> um so yeah, I started um this is gonna be so embarrassing. I can't believe I'm saying this, but when I was in my second psychosis in twenty twenty, I lost everything because I gave everything away. I abandoned my apartment. I threw my keys away at the airport. <laughs> yeah, I went one day I like I don't know I don't know where my car was, but like I had the keys right and I drove to the airport. And I, 
I, for some reason, I thought I was going to Vegas, so I bought a ticket to Vegas. This is this is all in psychosis, you guys. This is not me in the right mind. Um, I was like, like I really thought that I was gonna go to Vegas and like win money and like get a hotel and stay there. And I thought my neighbors were gonna kill me. I was really paranoid about my neighbors. Um, and like, um, it started to get really noticeable, especially on social media. Like, something is fucking wrong with me. And then I remember um, throwing away all my belongings at the airport, at Sky Harbor Airport. I threw away my car keys, which had my house keys on it. I threw away my suitcase. I threw away my clothes that were in it. I don't know why. And then I started sitting in the middle of the airport talking to myself. Like like a, like, a, like a crackhead. Like I was talking to myself. But I, nobody was there. And people would just sit and watch me like being like, oh my god. Like, oh my god. This is horrific. And then... Somehow I got home and then I realized I didn't have keys. Oh, before, before, before though, before I went to Vegas, before I went to the airport, I gave everything away. I, I put all of my stuff outside and it was like up for grabs with people. I, I'm not joking everything like everything I had and I thought it was the end of the world and I thought what's the point of having this stuff that I'm, if I'm gonna die soon if we're all gonna die soon like I, I really thought that judgment day was like at any hour it was one of those crazy evangelists on psychosis I was taking so much Adderall. I wasn't eating. My parents were so concerned. Like, I blocked my mom. Like, it was it, it was bad. Like, it got worse, though, because I ended up in the loony bin for a few months. Um, and then I got court-ordered to have, get treatment. So, basically... Um, my parents 5150'd me, meaning they got, um, they got, like, a court, because I'm an adult, like, a judge granted them permission to basically take over everything, and so... What ended up ha- happening first was um, I walked to the hospital. That night I went to the airport and gave away all my stuff. I walked to the hospital because I couldn't get inside my apartment because I fucking threw my keys away at the airport. And I, I couldn't drive because I threw my fucking car keys away at the airport. Um... 
and then I remember sitting um, on the on the street, literally on the road. I was sitting on the road, and I went up to the hospital lady, and like it was during COVID time, and I didn't have a mask, so I told her I was like, "Look, can you call the police for for me? Can you call the cops for me because?" Um, something's wrong with me. Something's not right with me. That's what I said. And like, I shit you not, I had an iPhone 12 Pro or iPhone 11 Pro Max. I broke it in half. I broke it in half. I broke my iPhone 11 Pro Max in half at the airport. I'm so ashamed. And like, I deleted my Instagram for no reason. And then, um, there was this girl that I used to work with. I barely worked with her. The day she got hired was my last day of of that job. It was at Nirvana Center in Phoenix, and her name is Taryn. Uh, she goes by Dank Doll. Um, she has a lot of tattoos, and she's got big boobs, and she's pretty, and she models, and she uh, she's, a, she's also a mother. So, like, she knew something was wrong with me. And she wouldn't stop. Like, she... She kept calling me. She's like, where are you? She she made me a plate of food. She gave me, ate the weed. And she gave, she gave me $50. And like, I will never forget that. And then, so I went to this fucking, the, the cops came, right? And then I went to, look, before they took me somewhere, I said, look, I feel like I'm losing my mind. I feel like I'm, I lost my mind. I lost my mind. And they were like, okay, I know exactly where to take you. So they took me to this place called Recovery Innovations. And, like, I went in there, and, like, I remember they were in taking me, and I was crying. I was like, I feel like I'm possessed. I feel like I'm possessed by something evil. Like, I, I, I don't feel right. And, like, I remember the guy who was, like, doing the paperwork. He just started crying. Like, I was so gone. I was so gone. Like, I... I it, it was horrific. Oh, and then my friend Kaylee. I did her so dirty. I'm not going to say what I said, but I did her so dirty. And like, we will never be friends again. Um, fuck. 
Why did I ever do drugs in the first place? Why? 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 So I'm at Recovery Innovations and um, immediately they start putting me on like pills to help me withdraw from whatever I was doing. They wanted me to get out of psychosis. So I was literally in a room with like a, a sheet and like like I couldn't have anything that could possibly like hurt, I could hurt myself with. Like I was institutionalized and I couldn't get out. And, um, I eventually, um, got out and then I went to my mom's house because I abandoned my apartment, um, and the landlord was fucking pissed. Um, so I went to my mom's house in surprise and, like, they... I, my craziness was, like, still there, and, like, I remember, everything was so hazy, but I remember my mom was, like, she told me, I forgot what she said, but she saw, get your shit and get the, and you can, you can, you can leave, pack your shit and you can leave, so when she said, pack your shit and you can leave, I was, like, all right, so I started packing my shit. And then I um, basically called the ambulance to take me to uh, Banner Health. So I was in the unit five at Banner Health, which is the crazy unit. And like, I was there like, I don't know how long, but you know, I was causing problems. Like they were like holding me down, giving me shots to like make me go to sleep. I was, like, rude to the staff. Like, I was rude to every other patient. All the patients hated me. And then in the middle of the night, like, they woke me up. And they were like, you're getting out of here. You're going to Recovery Innovations. And I was like, I'm going back to Recovery Innovations. So they handcuffed me. And they put me in the back of the sheriff's car. And they're like, this is just protocol. We always have to handcuff people. And I'm like, fuck you. Like. This is not fucking protocol. I'm not arrested. And I'm not being detained. You're just like, you just think I'm fucking crazy. So you're arresting me. I mean, you're putting handcuffs on me. It was fucked up. Um, it was fucked up. You guys, it was just fucked. So I went back to Recovery Innovations and I stayed there for like a month. Um, and this was all during COVID. Like everything was like really like scary. Um, oh, I like Cypress Hill. Sorry, I got a little distracted, but fuck. So I got out of that hospital and like I'm back at my parents' house and like I'm, you know, I'm medicated. Like I was on this heavy antipsychotic called Depakote. Oh my God. 
it would like it was the craziest drug I've ever been on. Like like mental health drug. Like I've been on Prozac, Bupropion, which is well Vitrin. I've taken Abilify. I've taken um, Depakote, and I think that's it. Um, I hated Depakote. It made me gain weight. So like I went from like one. 64 to 200 pounds that's how i got the 200 pounds it was depakote and then on the court ordered treatment i had to take those pills and like i had to get a shot every month of abilify of like 300 milligrams of abilify and there's this like clinic called taros there's one on dunlap and like 27th avenue in phoenix that's the that's where i went and like they would give me a shot every month and it was like court ordered if i didn't comply they would put me back in the hospital and like you know i got on section eight like i was living in section eight the past year year and a half year and a couple months you know i just moved into my brand new apartment today which is not section eight thank god but i was living off section eight i at first, like, uh, I, I had a lot of credit cards, and I didn't have a job, because I abandoned my job, too, because I was crazy, so I didn't have, I had a lot of credit cards, I had a Chase credit card for 5500 that just killed me for years, I had a USAA credit card for $500. I had an Ulta credit card for $300. I mean, a Forever 21 card. And I had an Ulta card for, I think it was $1,000. I had a a lawyer fee of about $4,000. I was late on my car payment because I was inside the hospital. So that was $800. I had no money. I had no fucking money. So I started claiming unemployment and I started paying off my credit cards with that. And then I got um, got a job, hated it because it was like a call center job, quit, got back on unemployment, tried to be an artist full time, wasn't working out. And now I have the job that I have now. And I'm already looking for a new one because I like, I, I don't know, I don't, I, I don't, I don't like the way I was treated and I feel like I should be making more money. I should be making about at least $80,000 right now. And I make like $47,000 a year. So it's just like, I deserve more. Um. And then I I came back. I got back on my Instagram. 
and uh yeah but the the most fucked up thing guys when i was in the hospital my mom wouldn't answer my phone calls she would ignore my phone calls like she didn't want to talk to me like she was done with me It was so hurtful. Like, it was pain, you know, like your your mom just being like, fuck you. And like the only person who answered and kept answering and kept encouraging me was Carla. You know, like... Thank you, Carla. Like, if I if I didn't, I probably wouldn't made it if you didn't, if you weren't there. <sighs> well, it's official. I've been sober for twenty four hours. It's my first day of being sober, and I fucking hate it. Everything's so boring. I started crying today because I was so bored. All I did was lay in my bed with my favorite blanket and like was on Instagram trying to reach out to people to talk to because I was so bored and like, like I'm so irritated, I'm so moody, I'm so sensitive. I'm sweating, like I can't sleep. My body is just craving everything. My brain is going like, why? what the fuck is going on? Like, my brain is freaking out. Because I'm not giving it drugs. But, you know, I'm 26 and I have a lot to lose. I have a lot to lose if I continue using drugs. I need sober friends. I mean, I do have sober friends. I do. But I need to hang out with them more, you know? And, like, people sent me encouraging stuff on Instagram, especially um, Carlos, Juan Carlos, (laughs) you know who you are. Thank you so much. And Albina, thank you so much for, you know, giving me your number and, like, telling, you know, like, texting you and stuff. Like, that was really cool. And just, and Edgar for talking to me. I mean, like, with all three of you, I probably would have just, like, I don't know. I was very suicidal today. All day, I kept... 
I just kept thinking of ways to die. Like, should I buy a bunch of fentanyl pills and just take them? Should I jump off the overpass? Should I buy a gun and put it in my mouth? All three are very easy to do, especially the gun one. So yeah, I, uh, I struggle with that. I feel like if people get second chances in life, I've wasted mine. Every good thing in my life I've ruined because of drugs. And like I said, what kills me the most is imagining who I could have been if I didn't use drugs. I could have been a lawyer. I could have been a bigger artist. I probably could be married with a family. I'd probably have a lot more money. Be closer to my mom. I'd probably have a home. My own home that I own. I'd probably have a great career. I probably would have stayed in business school in college. I would have never gotten a DUI. It just sucks. And like the older I get and the more, the less I accomplish, I'm I feel like I'm that person who had so much potential but just you know like I don't I'm that sad story now. Like that's me. I have to take this shit hour by hour because it's so easy to drive to the dispensary. It's so easy to get Adderall. It's so easy to get Xanax. It's so easy to buy cigarettes and it's so easy to watch porn. But I actually want to be me you know what i mean i don't want to be this person who's faded all the fucking time i'm not a real person when i'm when i'm under the influence i'm not and like the sad part is like none most of you don't even know how who i really am because i'm And you know what, and like, what makes me want to quit too is like, no one in my family trusts me and it, it, it hurts, it hurts a lot. Like, for example, like I was just joking around, we were all at dinner, we were just joking around 
And I was like, what? I was like, I'm going to get pregnant. And they all yelled at me like, no. And I'm just like, what the fuck? And it's like, they won't leave me alone with like the little kids. They won't let me drive the kids anywhere. They don't want to like, they don't want to get in the car with me. Um, they don't, if I want to travel to New Mexico, like I have to go with them. Like they don't trust me driving by myself. Um, I'm the oldest out of all of my cousins, my first cousins. And like, it's very clear that I'm the fuck up, that I'm the fucked up one. But I'm the one that people point at and say, you don't want to be like Candace. Don't be like Candace. Candace had so much going for her, but she ruined it. Where the fuck is my coke? Not cocaine, Diet Coke. There it is. Oh my god. I was literally up all day and all night and I was like, I don't know what the fuck to do. I was tired of YouTube. Um, couldn't get high. I don't want to do art right now. And, um, like, <sighs> so it was like 3.30 and I'm just like, damn, it's 3.30 in the morning and you haven't slept. And I'm like, yeah, so I woke up. Well, no, I, I got up. Got a Diet Coke, made some coffee, and set up the microphone. And I was like, you know, I'm going to record a podcast because right now I feel very raw. And I feel like it's going to be a good one. A part of me thought that I would miss it, but like, I know it's only been a day or whatever, but I, there's nothing that I miss. I just think that my body is craving it so bad, it's making me uncomfortable. Like, I, that, I think that's what's happening. And I am so sad right now. Like, I am so sad. Like, it, like, it, I thought depression was bad. Like, this, this is, this is bad. What I'm going through right now. Like, I, I can't be alone. I shouldn't be alone. It's, it's dangerous for me to be by myself right now.
you know, I hope that I can finally have some friends when I get sober. You know, people tell me, like, being sober is awesome. And I just, I just don't believe that right now. I can't. My whole life has just been drugs since I was 13. I'm 26. Like, I never gave myself a chance. My brain didn't develop correctly. I, I, I damaged my brain. I used to be so smart. Like, I'm not that smart anymore. completely alienated myself from like people that once used to hang out with me like they don't want shit to do with me because I'm crazy and that's the worst thing you can call me you can call me fat you can call me stupid you can say my podcast sucks you can give me one star on my podcast but if you call me crazy that's gonna cut really deep because I am mentally ill and I that's something like I was born with and to call me crazy it it's sad because it's true so don't say that to me I guess I'm excited about having more money <laughs> because I'm not spending it on drugs. I um I don't know what it feels like to be in the present moment. So that's new. Maybe I'll have a better relationship with my mom. You know, maybe my podcast will blow up. You know, maybe I'll be blessed for fucking giving this shit up. Who knows? I don't want to die from drugs. I don't want to die from drugs. I don't want to die from drugs. Remember when Chief Peep came out? This shit was lit. Ooh, let's play this song. I like this song. Oh shit. Oh shit. Oh fuck. 
Betty trying to find a motive, motive, why do what I done? And then thinking the clubs, the clubs, and then I get Oh, <laughs> I started too early. Cops patrolling, something, something. Then they go stop me and I got locked up. <laughs> All right, next. Hmm. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. New York City, you are now rocking the 50 Cent. You gotta love it. I just wanted to do some chips a lot. Here's a song, 745. There's a shorty. I wanna see you or feel you next to me. Something, 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 something. Da da ba da ba ba da ba da girl. You say that you love me now, but your love room now is down and out. But you still have love for me, girl. How do you guys deal with me? They need to put me on the studio. They need to put me on the track. Like, auto tune me the fuck up. For real. If that baby can have a music career, so can I. Poof or disappear like some of my friends. If I was here, I was here, would you be down to ride? Mm-hmm. That's how you feel like that. Do, 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 do. You can't go wrong with this song. Like, if you put it on, like, in the club or, like, in the car, like, people would be like, yeah, I like this song. This song's cool. Anyways, um, before I go, I just want to, like, talk about my hopes for the future more like i hope i can finally save money i have no savings Eh, zero um because it's all spent on drugs um i uh i want to reconnect with old friends old friends i um i want to like talk to people like i want to like speak you know what i mean like like go to, like i want to go to high, my high school like my college whatever and like like share my story but like i have to be like sober for a while you know what i'm saying um what else do i want to do i really don't want to work for anybody <laughs> i want to i want to do my podcast like twice a week and like make like millions of dollars you know i want my art to sell for crazy amounts of money so people can launder money through it i mean let's be real that's what they're doing you know i want to um i want to like travel i want to go back to new york city um 
Man, this song reminds me of college. Rappers pay my bill shit. <laughs> um, oh, guess what, guys? I'm number 208. I don't know out of how many, but like, I'm number 208 on my podcast. So thank y'all. Let's check how many listens I have. Probably not that much. Zero to a hundred nigga real quick. Real 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 quick. I got no plays today. That's about to change though. Um You know, I hope this podcast helps somebody. You know, if you wanna get sober, like Let's start, like, a fucking um, support group. Oh, and I want to get married. No one wants to marry a drug addict. (laughs) No one wants to start a family with with a drug addict. Like, I haven't had a boyfriend in so long. And it's because, like, I use too many drugs. Like, it's unattractive. It's really unattractive. So that's probably why I've always been the side chick. But that's a whole other podcast. (laughs) Man. What am I going to do today? Oh, I told my job. I was like, you know what? Uh, I forgot what I said, but I was like, I'll see you Monday. Like, so I basically like called off the rest of the week because I don't give a fuck. Like, I need to heal. And plus, I'm such a bitch right now. I'm such a fucking bitch. I don't ever want to do drugs again. Because I re- like I'm I'll die. Whole squad on there. No, this shit was um this shit was cool you guys and I can't wait to talk again but you know I'm gonna I'm not going to sleep I don't know what I'm gonna do I'm probably gonna get in the shower and get really pretty and like put some clothes on um and I hope I don't replace my addictions with other addictions. Like, I love to shop. Like, it's crazy. So I, I'm i trying to be careful. And, uh... You know, I'm trying my best to, like, draw and stuff. But, like, I don't know. I'm just... I'm, like, having, like, a, midnight, a midlife crisis with it. Um, 
don't know. I don't know. Man, these instrumentals fucking suck. Whatever. I'm literally just just playing anything right now. Um. Ah. If you want to be a guest on my podcast, hit me up. Why are you niggish for me so hard? Why you got a 12 cockroach? Mm. Why you pulling all these rabbits? Cause mm. a nigga pussy in a pot. <laughs> I think I'm a rapper. I swear to God. I swear to God. It's a beggary like cat in the head. Pull up on seven like cat wasn't met. No, I fucked it up. Pull up on your ass in the back. <laughs> Pocket full of cheese, bitch, I got right. I'm a real street nigga, bitch. I ain't not one of these niggas banging on works. Pussy nigga loves me. This time, pull him up, stop him out with the fire. <laughs> so many shots, still at the calendar. Thought it was 4th of July. Mmm, there, now Nintendo. Da la 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 la. Seven grade got caught with a pimp. Sent me to Pantherville. <laughs> Knocking niggas out. Niggas like, holy fell. <laughs> Well, it's been an hour and 10 minutes. It's been really real. It's been real as fuck. So, um, I'm gonna go. (laughs) I'm gonna leave you. Please leave me a review. Please give me five stars. Like, I just please, like, just please do it. it. It, it's so easy to do. Just do it for me. Thank you very much. This is the Manicanic Podcast. Oh, did I say it right? This is the Manicanic Podcast, episode six. Thank you for listening. And wish me all of the luck because I'm going to fucking need it.